mention one lady who was unnamed lady. Now there are there is some that might would say that she does uh, they do give her a name, but uh, the Bible doesn't tell us specifically who uh, her what her name was. And I want to talk to you this morning on Noah's wife. Noah's wife. Can you just for an instance think for just a moment about being Noah's wife? And, uh, you know, honestly, I'd never really thought about it until the other day. Miss Stacy and I were sitting down and we were talking. And, and God began to press on my heart what to, what to preach this morning. And, and uh, Noah's wife, listen to this. The Bible says in Genesis chapter number 6, you've got your Bibles open, verse number 8. The Bible says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And so because of God, because of Noah finding grace in the eyes of the Lord, he, God gave him a command. God gave him the command to build the ark. We see in verse number 13, the Bible says, And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence, and through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make, and the ark shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And the rest of chapter number 6, God begins to explain to Noah how to build the ark and what to put on the ark and where to go with the ark. But I want you for an instance, for just one moment here, I want you to go and pretend that you are Noah's wife. I want you to just take for just a moment and pretend that your husband has just come home from work and he has quit his $1,000 a week job and he tells you, I've quit my job, honey, and I'm building an ark. And I'm going to build an ark. Can you imagine what your reaction would be if your husband came home and said, Honey, we're going to build an ark. Well, first of all, your response would be as a woman, Well, what's an ark? Well, he says, Well, we've got to prepare for rain. And Noah's wife's uh, response is, Well, what's rain? Because God had never allowed it to rain at that point of time of history. So Noah's wife didn't know what rain was. She didn't know what an ark was. So think for just a moment, what is your reaction going to be? Well, Noah says, well, God told me. God told you to build an ark. Well, I just envisioned in my mind, wow. What is your reaction? What could your reaction be? All right, honey, go build an ark. All right, darling, I'll help you out. Let's go build this ark together. But the Bible says that he has three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And those three sons, they begin to build this ark. And I can just, uh, just imagine that they begin to maybe even have help at first. But you see the first mention of Noah's, of Noah's wife is verse number 18 in chapter number 6. In verse number, in verse number 18, the Bible says, But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thy sons and thy wife. You want to know what Noah's wife was? Her name was? Noah's wife. Now you understand that each and every one of us are tied to Noah's wife. She is the mother, huh? From every person born in the world. Her DNA comes from Noah's wife and she doesn't have a name but I think there's five there's some simple things I'm not going to be long I promise I won't be long <clears throat> there's some simple things I want you to think about for just a moment as a mother she wasn't named but one is that she loved her husband 
You say, how do you know that she loved her husband? Because for 120 years, Noah stood on that hill and he preached that the rain was coming. And for 120 years, he preached that the rain was going to come. And there was Noah's wife back there supporting him, back there encouraging, back there loving him in spite of everyone else turning against him. Everyone, everyone else had went home. Everyone else had turned their backs on him and their family and their friends and their cousins and their nephews who didn't believe like Noah, who didn't think like Noah was right. There was his wife, never left his side. Man, she loved her husband. Can you imagine? 120 years and no converts. 120 years. No, 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 nobody, nobody decided to believe with you that the ark was real. But her husband, but Noah's wife stood right there beside her. Mrs. Noah wasn't like Mrs. Job. Mrs. Job said, hey, curse God and die. God has turned his wrath on us. Let's just die. Not Mrs. Noah. He came home one day. He was discouraged. He was worn out. He was tired from all day being on the job. Maybe even by himself. Maybe he had been discouraged because no one, no one came out today. It was just him. Noah's wife says, hey, I love you. Get it out of tomorrow. You'll be all right. God's with us. Hey, God told us. God told us he wanted us to build this ark. You've got it. The love that she had for her husband to stand there and encourage him and to press on. Even though things might have been discouraging. Even though things weren't the prettiest. <clears throat> to be honest with you, after a hundred years, I think I might have gave up. No one was on my side. I think after 119 years and after laboring away and shaving away the wood, I might have gave up. But I know this to be true. Behind every great man is a great woman. And behind every great preacher and great teacher and Christian is a great woman. Man, you ought to be thankful for your wife. Mothers. Be thankful for a good mother. You say, how do you know that she loved him? Because her three sons got on the ark. You say, how do you know that she loved him? Because her three sons got on the ark. When daddy was away and he was out getting the lumber that day, she wasn't in the, she wasn't in the field talking about, hey, guys, man, he's off his rocker. Let's just quit. She wasn't poisoning the water with Shem, Ham, and Japheth. She was encouraging Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Keep believing on your daddy. Keep believing with him. She loved her husband. Not only did she love her husband, but she labored with her husband. You say, what do you mean? The Bible says in verse number 22 that Noah built the ark. His wife didn't build the ark. Do you know that? His wife, his wife didn't put the wood on there. But I ask you this question. Who prepared the food? Who prepared the food that it would last the whole time they were on the ark? Who prepared the blankets that would last the whole time they were on the ark? Who prepared the clothes that would last the whole time they were on the ark? Noah? Noah didn't have time to do that. His wife did. She had to make sure and she had to plan that she would have enough food so she began to can and she began to put away things so that it would last the whole time they were on the ark because she loved her husband. She labored right there beside him. Hey, Christian. Hey, lady. 
Hey, Christian mother, labor for the Lord. Labor for the Lord. And, she, and the Bible says in Colossians chapter number 3, Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. See, Noah's wife wasn't concerned about pleasing Noah. She was concerned about pleasing God. Christian, we need to be doing the same thing. She raised three boys to be loyal to their daddy. She raised three boys to get on that ark with their daddy. She labored beside Noah. She loved her husband. She labored beside him. But not only that, she lost with her husband. You say, what do you mean she lost? Where were her neighbors? Where were her friends? Where were her family? Why didn't they get on the ark? Because they didn't believe. They wouldn't believe with Noah. They wouldn't believe with Noah and his wife. They didn't come with her. She lost. <coughs> she lost just like Noah lost. But yet she never stopped loving. And she never stopped laboring because of her loss. She never did. Noah's wife, if you really think about plays an important role because not only did she have three sons Shem, Ham, and Japheth but they also had wives so what did they do? they were right along there with Noah's wife working and laboring and loving and losing you say what are you talking about losing? can you imagine getting on that ark and your parents, your brothers your sisters your family, your cousins your nieces, your nephews, they lost. But then lastly, or number four, number four, she left. She left. You say, what do you mean she left? Look at uh, Genesis chapter number seven and verse number seven. He says, and Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his wife got in the ark. They left. They got on the ark. She labored. She loved. She lost. She left. But lastly, and I'm done, she lived. She lived because she loved, because she labored, because she lost, because she decided to leave. She lived. You say, what do you mean? At the end of the day, she got on the ark. At the end of the day, when the, when the flood had receded and the dove was able to land and get on land, him, Noah, his wife and his daughters and his three, his three sons and three sons and uh, daughter-in-law, they got off the ark. And they lived because they got on the ark. They lived. You say, what does that have to do with me? If you will love God, if you will labor for God, you can live. Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. If you'll come over here and serve God, it pays to serve God. You serve God with your life. God will reward you. God will repay you more than you could ever know. She, <coughs> excuse me. She simply believed God. And because of her belief in God, because of her belief in the almighty Jehovah, she lived. She lived. So I ask you this question. You're lost. You don't know you're on your way to heaven. Have you ever got on the ark? Have you ever trusted Christ? So that you can live?
But I also ask you this. Christian. Christian, are you out there? It pays to serve God. Are you serving God? Are you loving and laboring and, and working for God? You ought to. You ought to live for God, do for God, be for God. As we look at this story, no one knows what Noah's wife's name is. But she probably, she played one of the most important roles in the Bible. Helping Noah get on the ark. Don't worry about recognition, mother. Worry about pleasing God. Worry about pleasing the Almighty God, loving God, and laboring for God so that you and I can live for God. So, I ask you, what are you going to do? Because you can be that mother like Noah's wife, or you can be that mother like Job's wife. Uh-huh. Just curse God at that. No. Believe God. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Don't give up. Don't you quit. Don't you get out. Hey, be the encourager that your husband needs. Be the encourager that your spouse needs. Keep going for God. You say, well, I don't have a spouse. Well, keep encouraging your family to go for God and live for God and be for God. <coughs> you have children. Be the encourager for your family, for your children. Love them. Labor for them. God, pray for them. Pray that God would intervene for them. That's what you need to do. Every, each and every one of us do that for our family. Ladies, I encourage you. And I thank you for work behind the scenes that nobody even knows. Anyone that has ever put together a big meal knows that the that the that the that the three hours or the four hours or the days worth of work you putting that on the table takes twenty minutes for everyone to devour and be like, all right, woo, man, that was good. Right? Hey, ladies, you may work and you may labor, but it's all part of you showing that someone, I love you. Isn't that part of what you do? Isn't that part of who you are? I encourage you to keep giving, keep loving, keep laboring for the Lord. Let us pray together. Lord, as we come to the end of our service, I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for letting us assemble together. Though it's outside, but Lord, you've allowed us to have a voice. You've allowed us to still have church. Thank you, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I have never heard in my life a sermon on Noah's wife. Maybe this is your first time. Amen. Amen. Well, are you, uh, we ready to go home? Yeah. You guys ready to go home? Amen. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's sing an ending chorus like we did last week. That worked out really good. Go ahead, let her go. Don't let her go. Well, let's sing, Oh, How I Love Jesus. Let's sing that one again, Brother Blackie. And then, Brother Blackie, if you'll dismiss us with a word of prayer.
Let's sing, Oh, How I Love Jesus. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its word. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Brother Black is going to come dismiss, miss, dismiss us with a word of prayer. And again, thanks y'all for being here this morning. Happy Mother's Day. say this, if you have a mama that's alive today, tell her you love her, yeah. because there'll come a time you may not be able to, and then a mom needs to hear, I love you, So, but I just want to thank God for our assembly today, and I hope pray that God would bless each and every one of y'all in a very special way, so <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come to your throne of grace again today to ask you for Forgiveness, Lord, where we failed you. And, Lord, I ask you for your continuous blessing upon us, Lord God, and especially all the mothers that are attending here today, Amen. Lord God. And I ask you that you go before us, protect us, guide us, keep us safe, and bring us back together at a point in time. And all the people said, Amen. 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 Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, sir. God bless you all. See you all later.